All right, Lori, let's uh, let's unwrap our high chews. Okay. No, you don't have to, but you can say hello. You want to say hi? Hello. Hey, we're going to unwrap our high chews. We'll be right back. Okay. Yeah. We can't chew into the mic. No, you can't chew into the mic. But you can chew. As I pick up my mic and chew directly into I know. it. The mango is so good. If you take little bites of the high chew, yeah. A, it lasts longer. That's like some fucking thinspo shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, you can you can sort of talk with it in your mouth. Sort of. I'm yeah. doing that right now. Can you tell I have a no. bit of high chew in my mouth? No. Okay. No, it's pretty good. Um, have, hmm. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, so it's Monday morning. Hey, New, New York should, City. N- it's uh, it's very sunny. My name is Chris. I'm Lori. And uh, we have this podcast called Carb Face. You're listening to it. Congrats. We welcome you. Thank you for our returning. Mm-hmm. Those who are new, welcome. This welcome. isn't a typical episode. Nope. We are going to be talking about some very difficult things today. Those topics will include death and suicide. If those topics are not where you need to be right now from a mental health perspective, don't listen to this. If, if you need help, you need to talk to somebody. We are not, we're, we can't actually hear you. So please contact someone that can help you. We aren't those people. How's that? Was That's that? super supportive. <laughs> like, don't think about t- tweeting at me. Do I not can't. get into my DMs. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want you to know. Yeah. We are here for you are to we? a point, mm-hmm. and then we're not. Right. We got some... That's a pretty warm opening. That's, that feels yes, good. That's, I feel like that it should be the book. That should be the title of a book about parenting, like a certain <laughs> style of parenting. I'm here for you to a point. Yeah, and I mean, then I could kind of get on board with that. Like <laughs> that point being 18, or that point being like you're however old you are. It's time for you to wipe your right. own ass. And we're done. Yeah. We're done here. Mm-hmm. We're done here. <laughs> Goodbye. Yep. Polite shake. Yep. And move on. Thanks for the memories. We did not figure out how we're going to get into this. We just nope. knew that we needed to get back on mic mm-hmm. uh, because if we didn't, maybe we wouldn't come back to the mic. Or and now more than ever, <laughs> as people like to say, there are no words. But now more than ever, we need to talk about <laughs> fucking <laughs> clowns and monkeys. and. Yeah, if you're just catching up, there's a whole rich assortment of topics to talk about that we're not going to explain they are monkeys, fucking clowns, yogurt, candy. Candy, yeah. As a mom. Yeah, pretty much it. What if we do this whole episode? <laughs> as a mom? As a mom. As, as whose mom? As, as a mom. Mm, I think that would, I personally would want to physically hurt you by the end of the day, by the end of the session, if it was, if you didn't break m- as a mom. Character. It feels like a challenge. I <laughs> I'm going to murder you. <laughs> My phone's ringing. I'm not going to answer Are it. Are you sure? Yeah, I don't know who it is. It doesn't... I, no. No. No? No. There's so many Why? fucking ghouls out there right now. A lot of people calling you? Yeah. I mean, a fair number. But I think other people are getting more calls, but I'm getting some calls. And unless I know you, eat a fat dick in hell. Yeah. Eat them all. Eat all the fat dicks Although, you know, love everyone. Fucking... Right, Let's guys. all stay here forever and ever, but right. like, do not call. Put me on your do not call list. I'll tell you that right now. All right, listeners, we're going to figure out how to get into this. I, w- I would like <laughs> Should to- Should say it? 
Uh, yeah, I would okay. like to say, Lori, yes. I was always afraid I was going to get you fired. <sighs> right? And I, it did not happen. Well, I mean, it. you did not get me fired. Thank but you. I may, I will certainly at some point have a new job. Yeah. Or a, just not the job that I have now. Yeah. Um, because our good friend and uh, executive producer, my boss and collaborator, uh, Anthony Bourdain, has died. It's been a couple days, I guess, three days. So that's what we are talking about today. Uh, whether or not any of this will ever go out into the world, I guess, remains to be seen. But I am very happy to be holding a mic and talking because what the fuck else am I going to do? You know, and I think the show is good. And so we're going to fucking figure out how to keep on keeping on. And, uh, hemorrhaging cash in the process because <laughs> this shit is not monetizing itself so how was your weekend chris uh my weekend was weird i bet well i it's mean a weird time on. in america it, it is and in trump's america it's really <laughs> oh oh fuck that uh, guy fuck that guy yeah, yeah. It was weird. I think Friday was horrible, and I was really worried about you, and that worry, uh, well, not worry, concern. I care sure. about you. I'll take it. You're In the special period, I will take it. All right. You don't have to look me in the <laughs> eye, but on every episode, we try to have a special dick-sucking <laughs> segment. And I don't where... have my dick yet, so please <laughs> do not try and suck it. I care a lot about you as a friend and a collaborator. And on Friday morning, when you texted me and said, call ASAP, I was getting ready to upload uh, Friday's episode, mm-hmm. which was funny. Yeah. Funny. We, we will run it. Yeah, we'll we'll run it. Not, not for, oh, who knows. Not today. Yeah. Yeah. And you told me the news. And then we just tried to figure out Friday, right? And I had to go into the city and work Mm -hmm. and do things, though I I think it was definitely my least productive day of anything. Mazel tov. Saturday was kind of back up and checking in with you and not doing a lot. I think Mm -hmm. my wife just said, you know, do what you need to today, which was sitting in a chair for a good chunk of the day, but Mm -hmm. not... Not catatonic. No, 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 no. I was trying to make sure I didn't withdraw. Also, I, I don't want to pretend that Tony was my friend. I don't, he wasn't. I don't, yeah, I, I didn't know him. I think I, I knew his public persona. I mm-hmm. have spent a tiny bit of time with him, w- with you. He was there. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the three of us in a booth. And that's how I know him. So, uh, by Sunday, I was I was feeling better mentally and emotionally and and now we're here monday morning new york city how was your weekend Lori? oh you know not great (laughs) there were some nice points i saw some people that um had also worked very closely with tony and that's you know cannot recommend that highly enough if you can get together with the people that knew and loved the person that you also knew and loved who has left this world it is really nice to if you can to get together with some people who also 
are experiencing that and talk and tell your stories, um, which there are some fucking funny stories about Tony. I mean, I think many, many people have some great stories about him. So that was super nice. And then, I, and then uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I did a lot of laying down this weekend. I I realized how long it's been since I've just like crawled in bed with a snack. Mm-hmm. That is something mm-hmm. that I think we should all be doing a lot more of. Top five snacks to eat Eating in bed. Eating in bed. Let's go. One. I had some, uh, some sort of a sesame ball from the um, Taiwanese bakery in my neighborhood that was, it was like a round, it was like a spherical sesame donut full of some kind of like lightly sweet red bean paste. Wow. Fucking great. And it was like a dollar. Number two. Um, I also had a, uh, another thing from that bakery called a sweet topping bun with coconut. And it was like, it's like a sweet roll with a bunch of sugary shit on top and a bunch of coconut inside. Great. Number three. Ate those two in tandem. I tried and it was not successful with a package of red vines. <laughs> I don't know what, I don't know if these were, they may have been elderly red vines. Mm-hmm. People seem to mm-hmm. love red vines and they seem to be inter- interchangeable in people's experience with Twizzler. It's it's more of a, a West Coast, East Coast thing, I think. Yeah. And who, please don't correct me if I'm wrong because fuck you. Never would. But, um, these red vines were garbage and I will eat, you know, I will eat something that's like up to 50% wax and tastes like a mothball. And this was, this pushed my boundaries to a, to a hard, to a hard no on that. Um, so that's, and that's, I'd say that's not a good snack, but I'll include it cause it's, you know, because, uh, number, number four, th- number four yeah. would be Stroop waffle. I mean, that should be number one sure. through five. <laughs> <laughs> I should just, you know, break it into five pieces and it's, fucking what a great cookie that is it's if, if you don't know it's a very thin um wafer almost looks like the outside of a well looks like the outside of a waffle cone it's a very thin waffle wafer cookie uh two of them and between them are sandwiched uh is sandwiched a very thick and delicious caramel some might call it dulce de leche but i feel like the cookie itself is dutch so that was great and number, number five five uh just a quick bag of just straight up forward gummy bears yeah little little uh little bag from the store some 99 Haribo. center some haribo haribo yeah i didn't want to say it because i feel like there's such controversy around the pronunciation of the name just in this room very polarizing yeah. so yeah. i don't want to you know i'm trying to just lay low and not really talk to the and be inclusive i'm trying to be inclusive yep Lori, can I ask you questions? For sure. Is that is that yeah, better, or would you like to talk? I don't have a narrative to put out there, really, Fine. and I don't, I don't want to be responsible for my free association. So yes, please ask me questions. Uh, yeah, I think you're in this really weird position of having to grieve and work at the same time. Yeah. And you've you you've never shared too much about what it's like working for and with Tony and I don't think today's that day where you change so yeah, no. <laughs> and let it all spill out yep. but I want to ask some questions about what's the best phone call you got or best email and you don't have to tell us details but like give us some I don't have an answer for that because I can't I, I don't know I haven't thought about any of the contact I mean I am grateful for every person that has reached out um on any in any platform but they all every single one of those calls and emails and texts is just it just feels terrible you know I mean it feels Mm -hmm. good to be Mm -hmm. 
remembered and to be checked in on and to be appreciated, but um, none of them gave me any joy, you know? So, yeah, pass, I guess, is the answer to that question. <laughs> it was a pretty good answer. I'm going to pass on that one. It was a one. pretty good answer. You answered it. It yeah. was great. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I'm sure at some point, you know, things are, all, I mean, there's already, I don't know, there's already like, you know, ugly thoughts and vain and shallow sides of me that, of course, didn't die with Tony. So, you know, I've had some dumb thoughts, but like, I'm not yet at the place where I'm like, oh, I feel really socially validated by this person reaching out or like, oh, I always thought that, you know, she was cute. Like, I don't, (laughs) you know. You've not yet inventoried and put a nice right. package bow on top of your exactly. emotions. Top, yeah. And then also like top 10 people by popularity mm-hmm. who have expressed some emotion to me. Wait, it sounds like a good list. Number one. It's, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> so yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, but I, you know, it, like I said, it's nice. I mean, I'm so averse to things like, well, it's not true. I love, I love to send a, a physical condolence card through the mail to me that is the perfect expression of condolences and I am very I'm old but I feel like I'm older than I than my age in some ways because I feel I mean I am not calling I I was happy to get every text and email and every whatever impulse that you you know any way to connect with me but to my mind like I don't feel I feel like I haven't properly consoled somebody until I mail them a, a, a card now I have recently moved and I'm not handing out my address uh I don't I don't expect or want cards but there's something so I don't know I mean it's like I never had this please cut this it's so self-indulgent but I'm not. I never had my birthday on Facebook um fuck, fuck Facebook but I never had my birthday list on Facebook because I thought who wants 200 assholes from fucking high school or whatever sorry <laughs> love everyone that I went to high school with but whoever who wants 200 random assholes who happen to all check Facebook first thing in the morning saying happy birthday like is there anything more fucking empty than that yes many things but I don't want I didn't want to invite that sort of like just performative nothingness so yeah. I never I mean yeah, yeah. and again like this is you know whatever I don't feel that strongly about it but I feel strongly about everything right now um so I never so this is all to say like I was always very wary myself of the impact that reaching out to somebody might have just to say I'm thinking about you or I'm sorry for your loss or whatever these things are these you know cliches um but having now been on the receiving side of it I will say it's really nice it's a nice thing to do and it doesn't you know I'm also very hesitant about stepping on other people's toes when they need privacy and when they're um grieving and I realize like it doesn't you know to receive an email, it, it, you know, if you don't want to check your email, don't check your email. That's but it's right. been nice to receive emails. I was I was responding sort of automatically for a while, and um, I'm not now because it's just this is too much. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really fucking sad. You know, I loved Tony. He was it, just the center of of a lot of my activity every day, and uh, and he really believed in me. He really lifted me up as a writer. And, uh, you know, wanted to make me happy. I think I, I took really good care of him. And uh, it's just, it's a fucking shame, you know? So I don't have any, you know, everyone's got a hot take. And everyone has their own personal Tony. I don't have a fucking hot take. And I don't have any illusions that the Tony I knew was my own personal Tony. But we had a nice working relationship. And uh, 
He was really, really good to me. So there's just a lot of levels of loss. You know, him as a person, him as a family man, uh, as an employer, as a, as a collaborator, uh, as someone who just, you know, there's, I think a lot of people have someone in mind that they are trying to impress or get the attention of every time they start to do creative work, you know? And Tony's one of those people, one of those voices or one of those readers in my head, like, what can I do that he's going to like? Because I really respect his, uh, his taste and, you know, and I put a lot of stuff out in the world and Tony did not, did not like all of it, you know? Um, and when I say like, I just mean on Instagram pretty much, but like if I could get him to, if he did like something, he, I knew that he really liked it, you know? And it felt like having uh, a parent's approval without all of the baggage of him actually being my parent. So that was something really special. And I, I, you know, I was lucky to have that in my life for as long as I did. And I don't expect that I will find that again. And maybe I will, but I'm not, you know, I was lucky to have him in my life for as long as I did. So, so fucking funny today on Carb Face. Oh, this is our funniest. <laughs> I, legit, this is our funniest episode. Yep. You know, the thing about high chews, mm-hmm. they're very chewy. Hmm. Almost like bubblegum? Question mark? Yeah, I think they are. I'm in the middle yeah. of one. I would agree. They, they, they manifest as bubblegum for like exactly enough time for you to get the maximum amount of artificial fruit flavor out of them. And then they sort of disintegrate and go away. Did you used to chew bubblegum as a kid? Like those, like hubba bubba? Of course or, I did. Okay. And would you chew it like bubble I did yum. until... Bubble yum. Yeah, that was yeah. the original. Would you chew it until all the sugar was leached away and then it... Would, would, did you ever have gum disintegrate in your mouth? That's my question. Of course. It's like having a spider lay a nest in your nose. Like it is so upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> lay a nest. That's what spiders do. I have a bachelor's degree in natural science. <laughs> do you yeah. really? Yeah. Well, I can see it paid off. Yes. <laughs> I'm really you know what spiders do. Committed to the life of nature. <laughs> they lay nests in, in your face. That's what spiders do. So I was uh, weeding my garden mm-hmm. because some fucking asshole deer came into the backyard. They suck. And they're large rats. Mm-hmm. And they came and went into the garden and ate the tops off of like significant portions of my tomato plants because mm-hmm. I don't have the cages up yet. So I I got the cages out, but I was also weeding the garden. I pulled up a weed and in it was, uh, the bottom was not, I don't know. It fell in. I don't know how spiders work. I don't have a degree in spiders like you, but there was a spider with an egg sack, a white egg sack hooked onto the back and it was like falling into the crevice. And I just thought, well, (laughs) If I bury it, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> so I did. You got that from Oprah, right? I mean, that's I know that's one of her her yeah. core tenets is yeah. bury it. Bury it so you never don't think about have it to again. Did you in fact bury the egg sack full of spiders? I sure as with fuck this, did. They're probably gonna they're gonna get out. I, are they gonna get it's out? It's not my problem. Yeah. I don't have to think about Janists it. Janists do not at us. Fuck you. I'll Janus, <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you are <laughs> welcome. Not, not 
actually genius. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be really clear. Yeah. You know what? Blanket. Fuck all the fucking vultures. Like, yeah. I'm a, I'm, this is such a cliche, but like, I am repulsed by the way death is covered in our media and the death of the high profile death is just a gory, revolting shit show. <sighs> There's also the personal hot take shit show. Oh, yeah. Right? Which it, it feels like journalism, <laughs> and I, I didn't do air quotes, but verbally I intended to do air quotes, journalism is really just like it's a hot take most of the time. In the Yeah. But, it, but in the past 15 years, right? Or so? I don't know. I didn't keep track, but I mean, in, ter- in terms of the rise of the internet, like yeah, 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 you have to you go have fast. You have to have your fucking hot take. You have to, and it's not news to anybody. No, it is. We're breaking news right now, and w- this is a to- we're taking down food media, all of media, honestly. The internet has changed the way we consume news media. No one knew this until today. That's my hot take, motherfucker. It's pretty good, mm-hmm. pretty good. <laughs> I think we may be able to find validation mm-hmm. for that theory. Mm-hmm. The mango high chews, by the way, are the fucking best they're the best i, I do a whole so bag me too they, they make me burp i do a whole bag of mango if ever there was a thing in life hot takes mm-hmm. we saw a lot on friday i was yep. shocked yep shocked mm-hmm. it was shocking yeah how fast people can process mm-hmm. some of them were great sure who do you think i thought was great you haven't read them all i've read almost none of them great smart. um i would say if i had to guess i'd say you were happy with helen rosner's yeah i think i don't even want to call fair. it a hot take i think it was it like two thousand words i don't know yeah it's a, but for helen that's like sitting down for 15 minutes mm-hmm. as we've established she's some sort of magical witch monster yeah yeah benevolent and, and we mean that in the best way yes. i mean that's a compliment yeah, yeah. monster is not the right word no that's just benevolent I witch monster my, you said <laughs> okay. it okay i am tweeting it to her <laughs> it is now on record great <laughs> I can't wait to get Twitter beef with people because I have a ton of time on my hands. JK, LOL. JK, fucking LOL. I'm supposed <laughs> to have Ikea furniture coming to, oh, to your I new can, apartment. Okay, Ikea, either sponsor us or get your delivery shit together because fair. it's very... <laughs> it's fair. As a non-driving, non-car owner, I uh-huh. feel very discriminated against. Uh-huh. I chose to take my business to Ikea and they make it really fucking difficult to get the shit. What kind of couch did you get? Well, I didn't get a couch. I got a uh, a side table and uh, no, a uh, a little bedside stand and a mm-hmm. bureau. Ordered them nigh on two weeks ago. Ooh, online? Uh, yeah. Oh, don't do that. Well, it's too late now. And I tried okay. to cancel it yesterday, and they're like, mm, "You should have done it forty eight hours ago." It's fine. It'll be fine. I'll get their shit that's made of ground roaches and crickets mm-hmm. and. Uh, put it together and it'll serve a purpose for a year and then it'll be a garbage heap in a basement somewhere just like life <laughs> i was gonna say it and i thought that's too much yeah no i'm every- not gonna put that fine of a point on it mm. and but you know what it is just life ikea equals just like life. just like life yeah but you know what the world is not a complete garbage heap i don't know I, it really isn't okay <laughs> you want me to you don't Thanks, want me to go Mom. positive <laughs> Everyone go see. Can we get the Mr. Rogers movie to sponsor oh, us? Oh, that'd be great. I can't wait to see it. It's in theater soon. Yeah. Or now. I yeah. also am very much looking forward to seeing John Travolta play John Gotti. Did you know that's happening? In what? That's a. Th- it's called Gotti, I think. That's a theatrical release. Like I don't know how that is not a uh, you know a Turner 
or some sort of basic cable straight to basic cable show but like i'm i'm all in it i'm staring at you like you smelled something bad i mean do i want to put money in john travolta's pocket absolutely not but do i want to see john travolta play a fucking mob gangster Uh patriarch Fuck yes, I do. Yes. Fuck yes, I do. I'll go to one of those theaters that has like a basically like a bed, like a like a barca lounger that's got so much fucking scabies and <laughs> MRSA and clots of hair with blood and teeth in it. Like I will go to that theater. I will just stay there all day watching that movie. I cannot wait. I'm happy for you. It's you I know am. my future I is am. bright. When you said that there are really good things in the world, I didn't know it was going to go to blood, teeth, and hair. But it did, and I'm glad we went there. Are you glad you have blood coursing through your veins right now? I am. Are you glad you have all your teeth? Yeah. Are you pretty satisfied with your hair? Not great. Well, but you have it. I have You have a lot more hair than, than some people. All right. One thing I learned about Tony's passing... Mm hmm and maybe I won't use a euphemism, Tony's death. Mm-hmm. He really would pose with any motherfucker. <laughs> any motherfucker would get a picture with Tony. Yeah. Did he charge? He didn't charge. No. Those seemed to be free. I just, yeah. he could have made a lot of money. Yeah, I know. I mean, when you look at the business plan, mm-hmm. 10 bucks like, a pop. Yeah, cash only. Cash only. That's cab money. I mean. Don't Venmo me. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he has a little one of those square chip readers, right? <laughs> <laughs> He's like sliding people's credit card. He would love, there's nothing he would like better than to be involved with a lot of <laughs> tenuous technology and interacting with people and their money and their like needs and hearing their, I always say this, but hearing their study abroad stories, which, you know, God bless you. If you, if you and your family could afford for you to go live in, you know, France for junior year abroad, like... Mazel tov. And go fuck yourself. I don't I, I don't own Tony's legacy. I don't yeah. think I know Nobody him. does. He doesn't I don't to know anybody. Him. I don't know him. I, I think it's really, really interesting that people felt they did. Well, I think, uh, to put a positive spin on it, I think, and maybe I'm just, I'm, I'm projecting my own, you know, need for sort of privacy, but also love of attention. Uh, but... You know, he's been he's been completely recast as this like unbelievably benevolent, kind man, which he yeah, definitely yeah. was. But it was very comforting this weekend to talk to people, you know, to whom he had been lovingly verbally abusive over the years <laughs> and had traveled with and been through all kinds of experiences. And uh, every the best stories were, you know, just him just being a fucking dick, you know, in a in a moment. And then and then, of course, everything's fine, you know, and everyone was fucking dick to each other. But he was so fucking funny when he didn't i mean all the time but when he didn't like something or somebody it was just like a thing of beauty you know for a for a dark cold-hearted person like myself it was like art 